Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Reddy Noon PC has been conducting Zoom calls, uh, conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, put your camera on, let our team know you're a newcomer. Ramya? Yes. Uh, can I go ahead with my question, sir? Yes, ma'am. Okay, uh, so uh, I am on H-1B currently and I have both my EB-2 and EB-3-485 in pending status. So uh, if I decide to go to my EB-2 EAD, my question is whether uh, my EB-3-485 application will still be valid and uh, whether I can continue renewing my EB-2 EAD parole as well as EB-3 EAD and parole. And just one more follow-up question is that if I use my EB-2 EAD, can I travel on EB-3 parole in case my EB-2 parole is uh, not approved at at that time? Yes, ma'am. Just because you traveled on one one EAD or used Mm -hmm. one EAD doesn't make the other thing invalid. Okay. Just because you used one EAD at advanced parole you're not married to that particular application. You can still, okay. you still have the other applications still pending, it's good. Okay. okay. So that's, that means I can keep extending both my EB2 and EB3 EAD and parole parallelly. That is that is right. Next person, please. Oh. Okay, thank you, sir. Anurag? Uh, yes, uh, so my question is uh, with the same situation, uh, whether uh, uh, I know that the the, the other uh, job which we are going to join in EB2 EAD card uh, uh, should be of the same type, but whether it can be two or three times the salary? Yeah, it could be. We don't, we don't see any problem with salary increases. Okay, so, so in, at any proportion, it, it, it is fine. We don't. We never saw any problem when it improved by five times. So if it's and, more than five times, then we'll discuss. Okay. And and if I join on EB two EAD card, uh, then whether my four eight five J supplement form has to be submitted for both EB two and EB three. First of all, there is no EB two EB three guys. Okay, there is no EAD doesn't belong to this or that. Okay, if you have both EADs, you could be this one and that one. Okay. So you can switch whenever you want to. Absolutely not a problem. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Vinil? 
Hi Rahul. This is about my spouse, uh, H4. She is currently on H4 and she got H1 approved from October mm -hmm. 1st, right? So uh, mm -hmm. she will be working on H1 for a month or so and she is planning to switch, uh, visit Mexico for stamping, H4 stamping. She want to switch mm -hmm. back to H4. Uh, is Mexico mm -hmm. a good choice or no? Um, so she want to switch to what, what visa H now? H4. Sorry. Back to H4. So you mean to say that she just, uh, when is her H4 expiring? H4 is like 2024. H4 is expiring in 2024. So she yeah. will just go to Mexico and she'll just come back. That's it. Oh, no, she has no valid visa. So she has to go for stamping, right? If not valid visa. No, she doesn't have to go for stamping. There is something called automatic revalidation. She oh. can go and come back without any problem, without even going for a visa stamping. Oh, that's good, good to know, sir. And uh, yeah. so there's a gap, right? Like when she goes and comes back during that time, does she need to close her uh, LLC? Currently, she's working on C2C. C2C, that, those are two different topics. She Does she own, she has an H1B right now, is it right? No, no, no. Currently, she's on H4. On October 1st, she uh -huh. will be moved to full-time on H1. But when will she go to Mexico? November, she will work for one hour, uh, sorry, one month on H1. That's it. And she'll come back so, on H1. So right now she owns a corporation. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Right now she owns a corporation. Yeah. yeah. She's not supposed to own corporation on the H1B though. Yeah. So, so it's better that she closes it right now and then she can reopen it later on if she wants to. Oh, okay. Okay. Better to close. Okay. Yeah. Thank okay. you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Jensen. Hey, hi. Uh, good afternoon. So, uh, our me, me and my husband, we got a green card um, uh, on July end, and after that, again, our online status has been uh, changed to uh, interview was scheduled. So, first question is: Is wait, this wait, normal? Wait, wait. You already Sorry. got the green card, right? Is that what you told me? Yes. yes, yes. And then now what? Now our case has been uh, uh, updated online, like interview was scheduled and it is scheduled for uh, 18th October. Again. Call them up and ask them though. That doesn't look good at all. Why is yes. that the interview scheduled again? Yeah, actually, we are chasing them, but we are not getting any response. And the problem is that our um, driving license is got also getting expired in first week of October. And our interview is on second week of October. So we don't know like mm -hmm. what status we are on and on which status we should um, uh, renew our driving license. First, first call the USCIS, okay? Call the USCIS and inquire them what's going on, okay? Yeah, them what's going on. And then afterwards, I, wa I want you to have a private consultation with the lawyer, okay? I want, to, I want to dig into what's going on, okay? Is there any problem in your application or anything like that? Because you're not supposed to be interviewed again. Next person, please. Manisha. Hey. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, like, my, I'm on H1B. Like, my immigration specialist told me that if we if we file 
for GEC process and then and on the perm like perm stage we can extend for one year is is that true like uh one while processing the perm uh so can we extend for one year if our ex uh, visa expires like max or time okay but would when would when is your six year expiring Actually, uh, so by the time this starts, like it's going, I I'll be left with uh, two years of uh, leftover time. So I don't know whether that is sufficient. When is your six years expiring? Um, September uh, September twenty twenty five. I have. So by the time you will you have the labor approval or only filed? Um, if this starts uh, next year February, uh, like in next year May. so i don't know whether i don't know like uh, so that's what she is saying uh, but if perm is in process if the, if the perm is in the process for more than one year then you can apply for the extension oh but normally um, perm takes to... only 6 months to get it adjudicated so it's not so going to work only... Yeah, if the perm is just there pending for three months, you want to extend the H one B, you cannot. Yeah, I can. You got it? Okay. Okay. And then one more question: If I stay like uh, more than three months or four months, like in in this six months six years period out of country, will that be added to my extension if I apply like more than right five now. months? You're right, ma'am. You can watch this video. The first video I sent. The second okay. is automatic revalidation. The first one is. for you though okay the second is okay. for automatic revalidation the guy who wants to go to h4 to mexico and come back the first one is for you okay yeah thank you thank you ra next person please maha hey hi thank you for doing this so my um h1b 6th year max out is next month uh, 20th and then my perm was filed back in january um i got a denial a week ago and then we uh, we filed uh, an appeal a request for review for the denied perm uh so what i am looking to do is uh, uh, enroll in a graduate when is your when is your 6 years expiring you said october 20th next month and uh, when was your perm filed january 14th 2022 i want you to file an are you are you guys filing an appeal on the perm yeah we filed an appeal uh, just couple of days ago i do you have a h4 option i don't have an h4 option no okay so you want to convert into f1 and then what so yeah i'm uh, just plan to convert to f1 and then continue to work using the cpt um but uh, the change of status we don't advise first of all we don't advise cpt second of all you need to understand that cpt can only be granted after you get the f1 not before you get the f1 f1 right, is going to take yeah. approximately 8 months right so i was thinking of going to mexico to get the stamp like once i have my i20 and everything with the school i thought Why? i'm going to buy one way ticket to mexico okay you're not getting a visa to come back into the united states you're saying that won't happen in mexico yeah the reason is that for student visa person you mm. need to show the intention that once you complete your education you're going to go back 
You stayed mm-hmm. in USA for six years and now you're mm-hmm. going there. They won't mm-hmm. trust you. That's number one. Number two, ABM CPTs, universities are considered to be the worst universities. Number three, mm-hmm. we don't consider Devon CPTs as a legal universities at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So mm-hmm. if you want to convert into some community college, it's fine, but you should stop working and then try to revise your H1B once the one year of the H1B, once the one year of the poem, which is going to complete in January of 2023. Next person, please. Hiran? Uh, hello. So I have applied yes, uh, for a change of status from uh, H4 to F1 online. And mm-hmm. I recently mm-hmm. got a RFE saying I need mm-hmm. to uh, show the ability to pay fees and my I-20 mm-hmm. is left. So I've got an updated mm-hmm. I-20. But for ability to show uh, the fees thing, uh, is it compulsory that I need to show the I-134 because my husband would be supporting me for my education? Yeah, I have him sign I-131, I-134. Okay, and one more question is, if I want uh, to go through your services for uh, for replying to the RFP, how can I go to go for that? Yeah, that's a very simple RFP. We charge a little bit; they're more costlier. I can recommend another lawyer for you, though. And uh, price is fine. Uh, you can also recommend me, and I would also like to know your prices too. Uh, we don't do F one visas. That's a problem. Okay, and the one which you've sent and is what, the it would. Yeah, F1. And what visa you are in right now? H4. I don't know why people go to F1. I cannot understand it. So because my husband's I-140 is not yet approved. So just for the employment purpose. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't do F1s, ma'am. You can contact okay. us for okay? Okay, thank you so much. But it's a simple RFP. It's a simple RFP. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Then. Varun? I, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so recently I applied like multiple 485s under different categories, EB2 and EB3. And mm-hmm. EB3 was uh, closed with saying benefits received by other means and uh, EB2 is approved. But I received the green card with uh, EB337 under uh, EB3 category. Mm-hmm. Is that fine or should I approach mm-hmm. USCIS for this? Uh, uh, repeat again, please. So I applied multiple 485s, one under EB3 and one under EB2. Mm-hmm. So the EB3 mm-hmm. is closed, specifying uh, benefits received by other means, and EB2 is approved. But the green card is received. Yeah. yeah so, but green card is reserved under EB337 category. That's fine. Is that fine? You're fine. That's, you're perfectly all right. No problem with it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Don't don't give the green card up. Next person, please. Okay. Mohammed. Yeah, hello, Rahul. Uh, so my question is about uh, the concurrent H1. So uh, so I work for a company A, which is a full-time, and company B, which is on concurrent. And uh, company A is going through a lot of mergers and there is no visibility, like whether it will it will go well or not. Or So in this case, let's say if something goes wrong, will we still be considered under legal, under like... Uh, no, you have to, you have to, you, the, the company that has the concurrent filing, they can file as a primary, primary H1B. Oh, okay. So uh, if they are not, if they're not ready to do in that case, like, well, I still have like 60 days in that case, right? That is right. You have 60 days. Okay. Uh, that's it for me. Next person, please. Shilpa. 
Hi, Rahul. So um, my I-140 was filed by my lawyer last Friday, and mm -hmm. I don't have the receipt number or notice. So can I file mm -hmm. the I-485 myself and leave the I-40 receipt number field blank for now? Will I get an RFE or denial? You're the one who sent an email to me, right? Yes. What I suggest, what did I suggest you in the email? To refile the I-140 and file the 485. Yeah. Okay. Also, I have an approved I-140 from my old employer. So can I no. self-file? No. No, okay. you cannot. You cannot. Okay. And if you need assistance, we can help you and file I-140 and 485 in the next two days. But the you need to make days. an emergency appointment. Yeah. I don't know okay. what you're thinking. Why can't you just refile the entire I-140 and 485? End of the story. Okay. Okay. And you, right. and... <laughs> you have less time. You have very less time. And you're dancing around here. I don't like it. Okay. All right. Okay. Next person, please. Aditya. Thanks for your time, uh, Rahul. My spouse, uh, she got RFE during her H1B transfer on underpay. And uh, ex-employer, to resolve the issue, he generated uh, two paycheck pay stubs for the same pay period. Just would like to know, is that a valid scenario or not? Same well, pay what period. Can you, what I, so, so you meant to say, let's say July 2021, the pay is less. So now he created a pay stub for 2020-21. Uh, no, in 2022, May and March, he created two paychecks. For which period? 22. 22 Mar March. But, but he's giving it in September. Uh, yes, one he generated in Mar April uh, 15. Another one he generated in uh, September 27th. Okay. Uh, well, that's the best you can do under the circumstances, though. What can, do, what can you do? They may or may not buy the argument. If they don't buy the argument, then they will give a consular processing approval H1B. Okay. I didn't, okay. Count, what is that, sir? Consular processing. That means that she has Consular. to go outside the country to get the stamping. Okay. And second question, um, I have valid H1B. So can I apply myself uh, H4 for her to avoid all this dispensary? No, because the problem does not resolve though, because she, whether she maintains the status or not is not resolved. If the maintenance, if she did not maintain the status, she won't get the H4. So whether okay. H1B, H4, it's the same battle she has to face. Okay, H4 is an individual application, I thought. Okay. okay now sir. she has to maintain the legal status for H4. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Kirtana. Hi, sir. Uh, so I am I'm currently in India with the H1 max out. Uh, in the month of July 2022 uh, and when I was uh, moving to India my firm was in pending status but the last week I came to know from my attorney that it got audit so and my attorney is go uh, replied me that they are going to file a new firm in the mid of October so what are the chances uh, what are the options to come uh, re-enter to US so you completed your six years. Yeah, including but with the recapture. Wh what is that they are worried about? They re-want to refile the form though. 
Yeah, that's what I'm not getting, sir. So, uh, as they got an audit on my current ongoing firm, so they want yeah, to... Yeah, but re- audit is normal, though. Audit is normal. What's the big deal about it? Yes, but they don't want to respond to that audit uh, in uh, to escape the scrutiny in replying to that audit. For there must be something big wrong in that, though. Yeah, might be, but they are not disclosing uh, to us. Yeah. Well, there is something my great-grandmother used to tell me. If you lose a ring in the dark, where do you search? In the dark. The dark. Okay. So I, I, I am I'm blindfolded. I might have a light here, but the ring is there. I need to know why they don't want to respond to it. You may want to have a consultation with a lawyer by name Crystal Alinus. Okay? Yeah, okay. I'll give... Okay, she she's a firm lawyer in our office. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for giving me giving me this opportunity. Um, I have filed uh, two adjustment of status applications under EB two and under EB three. EB three in October twenty twenty, and EB two in April twenty twenty two. My EB3, EAD, and AP got approved. I-140 got approved. Still at Texas Service Center. My EB2, EAD, and AP, last week, case status shows case closed, benefit received by other means. Received through other means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to know, is this good or bad? Second question is, I'm planning to it's travel definitely to not, It's definitely not bad. Okay, if you travel right. to India, you are not considered to be married to this one or that one. Okay. So that, the follow-up question is: If I travel on EB three EB three advanced parole, will I risk abandoning my EB two application? Do you have H one B? My H one B is uh, is uh, I, I renewed, but it is pending. Uh, it is not yet approved. Assuming when is it expiring? It's already expired. Assuming that that is going to be approved though, okay? You will okay. be, cons- even though you use an advanced parole, you can be considered to be your own H1B. I just posted, okay. we just posted a video while this conference call is going on on that particular topic, what you're speaking about. We posted okay. 11 minutes ago while this conference call is going on, okay? Yes, sir. You can watch the video, I give it to you. But will I, will, will my EB2 will be abandoned? If, if just in case my... H1B no, it will not is be. still pending? No, it will not be. EB2 will not be abandoned if you use the EB3 advanced mode. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sri. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, yes, sir. Rahul, uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, can I file a green card uh, EAD and advance parole by myself? Because my attorney is not filing it. Uh, because my, uh, he filed uh, EAD along with EB3 back in 20 last year, but EB3 mm-hmm. got closed. So I'm worried about my EAD. Whether EAD Why would the EB3 got closed? Why is the EB3 uh, because they said the benefits received by other means. I don't know what benefits I have received. My EB2, uh, EB- they market as... Wait, wait. The EB3 got closed or EB3... EAD got closed. EB3 uh, got closed. EB3 EAD still uh, remains pending only. 
when did it got closed uh i think a couple of weeks back and you didn't get the green card in eb2 uh, no eb2 status change to crp and uh, my lawyer did not file ead with eb2 because he said oh, yeah. i you, already you, filed you can file the, you can you can file the ead and advance for uh, by yourself but i want okay, you to the, file a motion to reopen on eb3 though oh why is that because eb2 is already open right it's already not closed right yeah but but why why they can't close eb3 you paid the money for it yeah i mean i mean i see that most will, of the, them are getting closed maybe it's because of duplicate or they are closed no they are only getting closed when the eb2 is getting approved oh okay You see my point. I'll talk to my lawyer. Yeah, I'm fine. When the EB two is close, EB two is approved. I yeah, if they close it, that's fine. Why are they closing it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, can I file? Uh, uh, can my wife file AP when I'm not in US? Because I'm planning to go to India next week. So no, I don't she has want to. to... Be in US. She needs no, no, to be she'll in be in US. US. Only, only I'm traveling. She'll be in US only. She's in. She's so. She... Repeat again, please. Okay, I am planning to travel to India. My wife is mm-hmm. still in US. Can I file advance parole just for my wife? Because if I file myself, it will be uh, denied. Because yeah, I'm yeah, traveling you by, can. So she can file by herself. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. Lakshmi. Hi Rahul. Um, so I'm currently on H1B, and then uh, recently got renewed. Uh, this is about my dependents, my wife and my daughter. Uh, whose I ninety four is ending end of November. Um, given I'm unable to get uh, U.S. Uh, consulate appointments in India, uh, I want to ask like if I can go to Canada or Mexico to get H four stamping for my dependents. Where are they? They are currently with me in United States. So they they have a travel plans after November to India. They don't have the. I mean, their I ninety four is getting expired in. Uh, end of November. So Why, they, did you did you not file an extension for them? I filed, but it is still pending. So what's the problem? They can stay here. Right now, like the uh, service center uh, no, says, not, uh, that's not the question. Their I ninety four is expiring in November, is right? You filed an extension. Yep. yep. While the extension is pending, they can stay in the country. Okay. They don't need to. So in December of two thousand and twenty-two, if they don't get the H four extension approved, they can continue staying until it gets approved. Okay. I wasn't sure about that. I thought like since I ninety four is ending end of November, I have to. No sir. No okay. sir. You're perfect. They're perfectly all right. They don't need to go for stamping. Okay. Got it. But once I get the approval, I can go to Canada or Mexico for stamping H four. If why? What's the purpose you're achieving? I want to understand. You have a okay. you have a law towards Canada and going for stamping. That's a different issue. They can stay here. They can roam around here. Only when they want to go to India, they need the stamping. They don't need the stamping otherwise. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Next Thank person, you. please. Ravindra. Ravindra. 
ಶ್ರೀನಿ ಕುಮಾರ್ ಹೈ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಮೀ ಓಕೆ ಎಸ್ ಕೋ ಹೆಡ್ ಯಾ ಹೈ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಕ್ವೆಶ್ಚನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ಮೈ ಡಾಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಹೈ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ಇಫ್ ಇನ್ ಕೇಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಹರ್ ಇಡಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅ ಡೌನ್ ಗ್ರೇಡ್ ಇವಿ 3 ಇಡಿ um and if in case we are using that ead uh, her h4 is gone she will be shifted to aos yes okay and um, i don't uh, understand uh, why you allow h4s and h1s though yeah so for the next year school uh, uh, you know college um is there a lot of confusion with aos actually with some colleges there is none i'm sorry the direct there is none you directly speak with the university people they will know what the aos is in fact i went to two different schools i never had any problem okay yeah <laughs> yeah i uh, i will thank you thanks for that advice and the second question is on the cspa i saw your uh, video the other day uh, three days back uh, that triggered some confusion to me so i just wanted to clarify with you um you know my pd is uh, june 2013 and in october 2020 we downgraded to eb3 and that 140 actually got approved in august 2021 okay yeah that but 140. the prior date was the prior date was current until october of 2014 and the priority oh, date of october of october october of 2021 it was current correct I, so you I, I, you had the i140 approval your daughter was under 21 is final action date current in the month of august september and october three months so she is locked in under eb3 for sure so my daughter actually crossed 21 in june 2021 by then my 140 is not approved uh, my 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 pd is also not current at that point in time but i thought uh, she is still saved her right i want you to have a private consultation with me okay okay because uh, my 140 is uh, i and i i i i don't want to go through all the calculations okay right now since you turned okay. 21 in june it's a very sensitive issue i need to go all the four alignment need to check into your i140 and everything most probably okay. she is but I, i i would want you to make a consultation sure i'll okay. go through the sure. questions that i have guys i have only like 5 minutes to answer questions today um amol i have worked uh, outside usa through my same h1b same client for 3 months and got paid regular h1b will it be a problem during 
I just prostrate is absolutely not a problem. Absolutely, it's not a problem for extension. Can I use my EB2 AP and travel back to US from Europe while continuing working on H1B valid? Yes, you can. Please watch the video we just posted like 20 minutes ago, guys. We just posted just like while we are having this conference call, we posted this video. Watch this video, guys. It's directly addresses. You know, we take all the questions that we come and we try to post as many as possible. Uh, Shilpa, USCIS has been denying my H1B case for referring university a, a, a certification, a degree certificate. Should I file more? Is it worth watching the time that taken to reapply for MTR? What do you mean referring university appreciation, accreditation? That's a serious issue, though. If your university is not accredited, Shilpa, and you applied in the master's quota, though, you definitely are in trouble. That H1B is not valid. Uh, EB2 combo card valid for two years and EB3 got EAD approved for one year, pending for eight and both care. Which one should I use for traveling and coming back? Well, you only um, use a combo card, of course, combo card. Two years combo card, that will be much better. Thank you guys coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at, uh, uh, at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.